everyone. I'm so glad that you're joining me for this podcast, Holistic, where we learn about Jesus together and we're strengthened with the hope of the gospel. Take care. God bless. So today I'm going to be continuing our talk about gratitude. We're leading up to Thanksgiving at this time when I'm recording this. And so this time of year especially, I think a lot of us begin to think more about being thankful and having gratitude. But even if you hear this at another time and Thanksgiving is nowhere around the corner, it doesn't matter. We can always have that sort of an attitude or we need to. And I realize sometimes that's easier than other times. But we have so much to be thankful for. And so we've talked about God and Jesus and Um, Today, I really want to talk about God's grace and mercy. We've been given his grace and mercy, and we have so much to be thankful for in that. You know, we're told in scripture that if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, that we will be saved. And so maybe you've never done that, or you maybe did and you've walked away from the Lord or maybe you just did it, you're a new believer, or you're somebody you've been walking with the Lord for quite a while, maybe several years. And so many of us are in different places there, but scripture does say, yes, if we believe in our heart, we're saved. And so what does that really mean? It means that we are made new, that we're a new creation when we say, Jesus, I believe in you. The old things are gone and behold, everything becomes new. Even the world begins to look different when you believe in Jesus. When he is in your heart, you were also made new. And he has saved us and he's called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but it's because of his own purpose and grace. So he has a purpose and he gives us grace. Thank God for that. And he gives us mercy. And we're told that his mercies never come to an end and that they are new every morning. Every single morning we have new mercy. And you see, Jesus can sympathize with our weaknesses because he walked as a man, and he was tempted like we're tempted. So he knows what it's like to have pain. He knows what it's like to feel hunger and thirst, to be tired, to be tempted, to be human. And so because of that, we can come boldly to the throne of grace where Jesus is. He's at the right hand of the throne of God. So we can come to him and we can obtain that mercy and we can find grace to help us in our time of need. And so maybe you have a need. And I want to tell you today that you can come to the Lord. You can ask for help in your need. And so, yes, we thank you, God, that we have your grace and mercy, that we have your help. And I love what the Apostle Paul says in Scripture. But even before I read 
some of those verses. Let's talk about who was Paul. So maybe you know a lot about Paul if you've been a believer for a long time and you know he's written a lot of the Bible. But Paul once had a different name. His name was Saul. And so he was a highly educated man and he was persecuting Christians. He hated Christians, those walking in the way. And so one day he's walking around and I'm going to read that to you. I'm going to read to you. It's in Acts 9. I guess I'll start at verse 1. So it says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It's hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And so he ends up losing his sight, says for three days, and he neither ate nor drank. So three days, it gave him a lot of time to think. But eventually he does regain his sight. And scripture says immediately when he regained the sight, he began preaching Christ. So he went from that, what scripture says originally where he was persecuting Christians, hated them, in fact, to then preaching Christ. And so I want to read to you in Scripture. And this is where Paul is talking about his gratitude for God's mercy. And this is the New Living Translation. So it says, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength to do his work. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ. In my insolence, I persecuted his people, but God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that come from Christ Jesus. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. And so this is somebody who had quite a life. (laughs) 
but has such gratitude for the Lord. Can you imagine persecuting God's people, but then being forgiven and then preaching the gospel and just feeling that love that God has forgiven? He forgave Paul. And and the beauty of the story of Paul is that you are a Saul as well. We all are Saul's. We've all done wrong things. And some of us, we might think, oh, no, I've done too much. I've done more than that. I've done, I've just done hateful things. You don't know what I think. You don't know. And I I get it. You know, it's hard to believe that we can be forgiven. But just like Saul was forgiven and got a new name, you can be forgiven as well. And so maybe you aren't walking with the Lord. Maybe you've walked away. But I want to tell you right now that you can be forgiven. If you write down everything you've done wrong, you could take that paper and crumple it up and throw it in the trash. You could burn it. That's how Jesus looks at your sins. And maybe you've been a Christian for a long time and you think, I just keep messing up and maybe something's happened and you just think, I don't think God, he can forgive me this time or he's just done with me or I've just, I've just got too many problems. But even you, even though you've been a Christian for a while, maybe you've been a, a, a new Christian and you've been a Christian for a year and you feel like, oh, where I was in the beginning, it's not where I am now. And I just don't know, you know, salvation, it's a one-time thing. But it's that sanctification that's the lifelong process. So just because you get saved doesn't mean that you will make no mistakes. You'll never sin. I know it kind of sounds contradictory because you think, oh, I'm a new creation. Scripture does say that I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things are new. And yes, we are made new, but it doesn't mean we won't ever mess up. And so sometimes, you know, I think that's what we get wrong is like we see somebody maybe in the news, it's a Christian and they mess up. It's a pastor. Oh, here we go again. Oh, yeah, he's done this or she's done that. But really, it's not that you become perfect. The only way you're made anything is when you say, Jesus, I need you. I'm a mess. And because I'm a a mess, I I know I need you and I come to you and I ask for your help and your forgiveness and I continue that. I keep coming and saying, oh, that wasn't, no, that wasn't right. I need your help. And we give those kind of negative thoughts and emotions that are contrary to God's spirit to him. And we continually do that. It's like a washing. We have to keep washing ourselves. Not that we can obtain, you know, any higher level of Christianity, but it's that we have to be careful and give those things to the Lord so we don't begin to hold on to things and and walk further away from the Lord. We are made new and and it's a beautiful thing. See, God knows us. He knows how we're made and he loves us. He knows that we can be fragile. And so I just want to encourage you today to come to the Lord, come boldly and know that he cares for you and that he loves you. And maybe you feel far away from him. You just feel like there's a lot of darkness around you. But God is light and in him there is no darkness. And so I just want to pray over you today.
wherever you are in your walk with the Lord, that you would know that you are loved. And right where you are is right where Jesus is. See, Jesus, he walks in the mess. He's not scared to get his hands dirty. He will walk right alongside you and you don't have to be afraid. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You can be confident today. So come to the Lord. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is Lord and you will be saved. And you will be given grace and mercy. And we thank God that they are new every, every single day. So just like Paul was once Saul, and maybe you were somebody else, today I pray you would know you can be made new because Jesus died on the cross. He completed it at the cross. And so you don't have to try to win the Lord's love. He already loves you, even in all your mess. It's hard to believe. I know. I get it. It's hard for me to believe, too. Some days are harder than others, and I think, oh, I messed up today, Lord. I really messed up. But that's where we come to him. We ask for forgiveness. Maybe we have to go to a person and say, I'm sorry. But then it's another day, and we pick up our cross, and we follow the Lord, and we continue on our walk. We're running a race here. And so we keep running that race and we keep running that race until heaven. And so God, thank you that heaven is not far away. And we thank you that you are in our lives. You're in the details of our lives. And I pray over anyone listening today who doesn't know that they are loved by you, that they would experience your love and your presence, that you would fill them right now with your joy and your peace your hope. We have great hope in you. And life can be hard. It can be overwhelming. It can be stressful. We've got a lot of distractions. And God, we need you to help us stay focused. Help us to pick up our word, the Bible, Lord. Help us to focus on your goodness. We have so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful today for your grace and your mercy. Thank you that You forgive us, that you love us, that you saved us. You are a good God. Help us to see all our blessings all around us, Lord. We have a lot to be thankful for. Thank you that you are the light. Thank you that you are good. Thank you, Jesus. And I just want to say thank you to everyone listening. And I pray that you have a wonderful day or evening. And you feel the presence of the Lord. Take care. God bless you.